Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh well, big surprise. Okay, just I'm um, asking. I'm um, start now. What are you drinking? <laughs> start now. Today I am drinking the wild apple and cinnamon with ginger. Sorry, it's Pocka. A sunlit orchid of organic warmth and sweet spice. What makes it a wild um, apple? Like, as opposed to a cage. I don't know a what apple? is a wild apple. Tell us if you know. <laughs> <laughs> His apple was not farmed. You know what it was. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know, like the chickens. <laughs> Our apples can roam the hills of freedom. Enjoy life as an apple in the wild. I am drinking my... A very autumnal choice on oh. my behalf. And it's, it's we're recording in summer, so... It's May, yeah. Wait, Near spring? Summer, spring? Yeah. Wait, it's May summer. I don't know. I no, was thinking about June this the other summer. day. Is When is September? Is that is that summer? Or, I or is that, really struggle. Is that I think autumn? To me, September is like that bridge month between summer and autumn. Because summer can That's be... you go back to school, right? September can be hot. It can, yeah, because I remember you go back to school and you're you're still kind of like, oh man, like yeah. it's a bummer because it's still like nice outside. Yeah. Um, what are you drinking today, Miriam? I am drinking my lemon and iced water. What about your me time? From M and S. Yes, from M and S. What are you drinking? What am I doing for me time? Or what are you doing for me time? <laughs> <laughs> you just say that over and over in your sleep. You say it so much. What, I know. Are, you what are you doing for me time? <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, I am going to do a hair mask. It's I don't have it in front of me. It's the the banana one. Oh, my brain. What's wrong? L'Oreal, isn't it L'Oreal? Your favorite is the I know, banana I'm so lazy. one. I should just get up and go get it from the bathroom. I need to do it. Hmm? You use it After this, I am going to do my fake tan because I'm going to a party and I want to be nice and glowing. Hmm. I want to retract my statement about the Coco and Eve tan. I think okay. I probably applied it wrong or... Maybe I put on too much, but I continue to use okay. it like another few times after, and I actually really like it. Like it's actually mm. really good, and it is a nice warm glow. Um, so mm-hmm. I am, um, I do, I like it, and um, it doesn't stay on my skin as long as other tans. It doesn't absorb as much, but I don't mm. think I should shit on it. There are worse tans, there are better tans, but it is a pretty okay tan. Hmm. I'm going to use that. That's good. They all apply differently. So sometimes it's just getting used to it, like getting yes. a knack for it. Yes. Like I remember I tried the Hishi tan. That's a, Bel- uh, that's a Belfast. A Northern Irish brand. Yeah, Belfast tan. Um, I really love it, the liquid one. And I got the ultra dark. I think we've talked about this before. But anyway, I put it on my hands mm-hmm. and my knuckles were disgusting <laughs> and I was like I hate this tan I hate this tan yeah um but now I've just found that I need to take a baby wipe and just after I apply it just you know remove the excess from the knuckles and yeah. even in between the kind of webs of the fingers yes whereas other tans I wouldn't have to do the webs of the fingers yeah. at all but this one I had so once you know those little pain points yeah 
um, you can kind of work w- work with it, but they're also yeah, they're also different. Mm-hmm. So I'm still using the Hishi. I, I do really like it. It lasts a long time, by the way. So if you want a long lasting tan, a right. long time. I mean, like a full week, which is good for me. Oh yeah, that's good. The other tans have been like a couple of days, three days. So what's that? Basically, like, like one or two showers. Yeah. Oh yeah. If even uh, honestly, the last tan I was using, I would shower once and I would have to reapply. Oh, no, it was see, that's that's too much. But it was really cheap. And then like it can be <laughs> if it comes off that quickly, then it can go like patchy. So if you put it on again and then it's like patchy and so like <sighs> I pretty much just like took it all off. Okay. Like I would exfoliate and then I would just put it all back on. Whereas this one I feel like I can get into the shower. I'm like, nah, I don't really need to exfoliate this off. Just leave it on for another three days and that's good. yeah, I can get like a full week out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tris. Do you remember what back has happened? To horrible yeah. things. Oh, wait, sorry. I keep forgetting to say thank you to Laura, our Patreon. Thank you for requesting this case. So, will I just recap the previous episode? Previous two, I suppose? You want me to do the previous two? So, Elaine O'Hara had a rough upbringing. She had, you know, kind of troubles with mental health, with depression and borderline personality. She was drawn to BDSM communities. Um, She was an online member of many sites for that and had many profiles, many kind of um, chats going on with people. So when she went missing and was found a year later, her remains were found in the Dublin mountains, the woods, and her, well, we were thinking it's her bondage set leather items were found in the river, in the reservoir. Mm-hmm. So it's been confirmed that the remains were of her, that that was her phone found with the leather goods. They have tracked down a Mr. Graham Dwyer, an architect, who definitely had some sort of relationship with Elaine. Videos were found on his devices of interactions, sexual interactions with her and multiple other women. So they're suspicious of Graham. However, because Elaine had so many different profiles, it is the possibility that, you know, there was someone else involved. Elaine had been in a clinic for mental health and while she was there she had looked up some I would call them very disturbing searches of dead women. Um, So this is on her mind, women being hanged. So she's having suicidal ideation in the clinic. Now that's why she's, you know, in there. But really, she doesn't seem to be getting better in there. And we know that she was released. And on her computer, there were locations of the reservoir and the woods where those places are connected to her and to her death. So she had saved those those images of the locations on Google Maps. So I think it's shaping up to look like perhaps Elaine did want to die and wanted someone to assist her with this. You think? Perhaps a BDSM. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a BDSM individual who had fantasies of taking a woman's life and then she wants her life taken and you know 
henceforth. I don't know. That's where I'm going with it. I'm yeah. That's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So whether or not it's Graham, Graham's still looking super fishy. Yeah, right. I mean, he's gone there with her. He had the bag on her head in some of the videos. He but is that part of the, is that part of the sex? Yeah. See, this is the question. That's what makes it so difficult. Mm-hmm. If but he wrote a book about wanting to kill a woman, uh, but is it a fantasy? Is he ever going to act on that? Mm-hmm. Now, Darcy was the lady in question. She was an American that was going to let him kill her, but then she didn't go through with it. Would he have done it though? I think Would he have? Would have. Or has he done it? I think he uh, to, somebody done else? It to Elaine. To somebody else? To Elaine. Or, or Elaine. I mean, think about. Right, he wrote a freaking, I don't know, a book, a short story, whatever it is. He thought about that for a long ass time. Yeah, and people get really invested in those things. And then it's like blue balling. Like, if you don't get to do it, uh huh, you feel like you're like choked up. I didn't, he was building and building this thing up and I didn't get to do it. Now, sometimes then when you go to do it, you're like, oh, this isn't what I thought it would be. And you don't want to do it. Yeah. Whatever. That's why you can't condemn people just based on their thoughts. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's see, is there going to be another player in all of this? I got really hung up on, there's technically no hard evidence mm. of him committing the murder. Mm-hmm. So I got really hung up yeah. on. No, you haven't told me anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to get into it. Apart from weird things, but again, you could, you could, Call them circumstantial, like the backpack that was in the river with her items, like her phone and her keys. Uh-huh. He wore that backpack. That was his probably backpack on CCTV. Yeah, but how many people have it, so it's you his. know like a, like backpacks? I mean backpack. I mean, I know it's not enough. It's just a bit like hmm. hmm. Yes, it is very hmm. right. <laughs> hmm. When I listen to podcasts, that's what I do all the time. What You're like, I just hmm. go. Like, I'll be working, listening with my earpods in, and I'll be like, hmm. <laughs> you know, that's like, <laughs> so, Dan's like, is he okay? And I'm like, just putting it together, Dan, putting it all together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll like be like agreeing with the podcast and be like, but you don't know that. And I'll like talk back to them, <laughs> like in agreeance, or they'll be having a conversation. You look I'll be crazy. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> so sad so I got really hung up on the phones and I think this is why it took me so long okay. to write oh uh, okay the God phones is really complicated and I probably made it more complicated than it needed to be but we're going okay. to go through it anyway because uh, I spent hours right, on it you did the work yeah. I did the work okay. next is the most complicated is the most complicated bit is the phones and the text messages so he's being tried for her murder apologies yes. I missed that sorry I, yeah. in my recap he yeah. is being. He Sorry, is a pretty, pretty big part. <laughs> He's at trial. He was arrested and charged and questioned and yada yes. yada. He is at trial for the murder. And the wife testified. Oh my god, I miss so much. The wife testified. I mean, she doesn't want it to be true. Yeah. So she's trying to help him out. But his ex said that he liked the idea of stabbing during sex. So yes. There we are. Um. Sorry. There were multiple phones and multiple phone numbers brought to trial. And I have painstakingly broke it down. Now, Graham denies that any of these phones or text messages are his. Right. 
Do you remember the one, was it Serial Podcast, and they were talking about the inconsistencies with cell tower, like, geolocation, like, locations? Do you remember that? Oman or Oman. Amin or, yeah. Ayad or something, yeah. We know. Yeah. We know. And... But yeah, but they were like basically saying they're not as accurate as you think mm-hmm. they are. And basically mm-hmm. they pinned it down that this guy, his phone, like the master phone was in the same area as his other, as his phone, as his work phone, at, mm-hmm. as where he worked. And it's just like, but mm-hmm. that telephone pole, that could, there could be thousands of people using that same tower. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just because he's yeah doesn't no it doesn't mean it's him yeah so it's sort like I'd say he works in a highly populated area. Architects usually have a residence in like a city or somewhere. Uh huh. Like their offices in the city. Uh huh. Usually from two thousand and eight to two thousand and nine, Graham had a HT HTC phone, which he used to contact Elaine's iPhone eight hundred and forty seven times. Graham and Elaine's relationship then teetered off for a while, until he contacted her again on October 7th, 2011, on a different phone, a Hutchinson, but with the same number, ending in 474. Over the next 10 months, Elaine and Graham messaged over 2,600 times. Graham sent messages like, I'm your secret killer. My urge to rape, stab and kill is huge. Still dying to knife someone. Stab, 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 rape, kill. It will all be worth it when I kill you, smiley face. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. That reminded me, I was thinking about this the other day. Do you remember the stabby, rip, stab, stab thing? No. Emo kids, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It was a massive video. Stabby stab. And it ended with, yeah, it was like stabby rip stab stab. Okay. People will know. And then yeah. what happens at the end? I hadn't thought about it in years. It was a song. It was like, I'm an emo kid, not conforming as can be. <laughs> Remember that song? You'd not be really. conforming too if you look just like me. Anyway, your man just kind of sounded like that. But this was a lighthearted enough video. This is very, very concerning. Yeah. But we don't know that it's Graham still. Yes. Well, no, we do, because this was off his Hutchinson phone. Oh, we do know this is him. This is his, this is his phone. And who's he sending that to? Who's He's he sending, sending that, that to Elaine. This is his ah, here. Hutchinson phone. He was sending that to Elaine. When you say Hutchinson, is that his work? His work phone. His Hutchinson is like a, like a brand, a brand of phone. Oh, sorry. Is it? Oh, All right, I think okay. I'm pronouncing it wrong. So he's texting her iPhone off his Hutchinson phone in 2011. So they've picked back up their Uh affair in 2011. And these are Uh some of the messages that he is sending her. Now we, am I going to get into it? Are you? I don't know. What? Now we know that these are, that he denied, Graham denies that this is his phone. But we know that this is his phone. Because he also, I'll get into it. Oh my God. See, it's so complicated. Okay. <laughs> it's so complicated. Okay. Right, okay. I'm going to really focus. I'm going to okay. really, okay. 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 So he sent all these crazy, crazy messages. Stab, stab, rape, kill, 
It'll all be worth it when I kill you, smiley face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, Elaine O'Hara messaged him from her iPhone saying that she wanted to have a baby, saying that she wanted to, a what? relationship. She said she didn't want what? to be stabbed anymore. At one point, she texted him saying, I'm a person. I have dignity. But Graham responded, oh. not when you're chained up, you don't. Okay. Although it is hard to know, this is text, if she actually feels like this or is she role playing? I know what you're saying. She's saying these things so that he will say that back to her. Because he's meant to be submissive, the slave type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So it's like, please. And then it's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. So the messages right. were like this. Went like this mm. right up until July 12th, 2012. Two days before Elaine checked herself into the mental health facility. Two days before. Mm-hmm. So they stopped two days before she texting checked. two days later and then she goes into the mm-hmm. do we know what the last text was no it's probably on there somewhere no I don't know I, I didn't mm, know okay I'm just wondering is it like it just all got too much for her and then she was like I need to stop this and then mm-hmm. I, I mm, okay now this Hutchinson phone has never or some card has never been found we have all of these messages from Elaine's iPhone right so they were able to do like, I don't know, data stuff and see that it was sent mm. from a Hutchinson phone that ended in, the number ended in 474. But it's never been found. Neither has the SIM card. And Graham denies that it was him sending these messages. But why do they think it's him? Because he had a phone that ended in 474. I'm going to get into it. Did they? But police know the number ending in 47 phone Texting Elaine's iPhone was Graham. They know it was him. Mm. Even though mm. there was no name said. But there were multiple references to his personal life. Okay. The Hutchinson would send messages to the iPhone talking about work, purchases, and travel arrangements. One message read, quote, Yes, beautiful baby girl. And then the name of a child. Glad you enjoyed the other night. Many more sessions like it to come. See you over the weekend. That message was sent the day Graham's daughter was born. And it matched the name of his daughter. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're saying, look, it's too much of a coincidence that this person... Yeah sent this message on the exact day mm-hmm. that your daughter... Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not feeling any guilt there. Right. I know, right? No. Your daughter's just born and you're just, like, boning about your next sex to pay it. I better tell my affair. Yeah, right. And they also, of course, the Hutch... So there, he's the dan- he says that's on his phone, but... That phone was pinging at the cell phone tower close where Graham worked. Mm. Okay, so what about the Nokias that were found in the river? Because they seem very important. Uh-huh. The two Nokias found only had each other saved and only had texts mm. from each other. Both Nokias became active within a day of each other. The sleep- Precious at the same time, then. Mm-hmm. 
the slave Nokia became active on the 30th of November 2011, and the master Nokia became active the next day on the 1st of December, a month after Graham had re-established contact with Elaine on his Hutchinson phone. The master and slave sent 1,380 messages. But I thought it was weird. The master and the slave phone was talking while the Hutchinson and the iPhone was talking. Mm. Like there was an overlap. So the Nokia's... Um, were turned on and started being used a month after mm-hmm. yeah. the iPhone and Hutchinson reconnected. Now, a month after the iPhone and Hutchinson stopped or reconnected started started. They reconnected because they their affair and they picked back up their affair. Yeah. Talked on the iPhone for a month. No, they talked on Maybe. the iPhone for like uh-huh. ten months. Oh yeah. So they were talking on the iPhone and the Hutchinson. For a month, and then continued to use it for for ten months, and then bought the Nokia's, and they continued. So month. they were using both mm. both phones. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not like they were like, oh, this iPhone Hutchinson thing is t- is a bit um dicey. Let's get burner phones or whatever. I keep calling them burner phones. Yes, yes, phones. yes. It's not because if they did it for ten months, then they weren't scared. They were using Unless something happened that they got scared and they had to get a new phone. But they use them at the same time regardless. So, yeah, they were okay. using them at the same okay. time, which I find really strange. So it makes you think it's another person. That, well, that's what I was like. I was like, well, if you bought mm. burner phones to be secretive, why mm-hmm. are you still using your mm-hmm. regular phones? The other phone. Mm-hmm. You know? Unless it's different personas that they have. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, anyway, some people do that. But like, do you really need to do that if you're already doing this other kinky stuff, right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a yes. bit layered then. It's quite a lot going on then, really. Uh, uh, it does look like it's another person. Mm-hmm. So, both Nokia's stopped being used on the 22nd of August, 2012, the day of Elaine's disappearance. Mm. Now, we know that the slave phone was Elaine's as all of her stuff was found in the reservoir. But also, the slave phone had missed calls from her iPhone, consistent with Just when you... trying to yeah. find your phone. Yeah, when you've missed <laughs> it in the background. <laughs> yeah, and you call it, yeah. And then you don't answer it yeah. because you find it. Yeah, uh, and, and, that, and that's what the calls were like. They didn't get answered. Yeah, they weren't answered, yeah. It's all yeah, off the phone. Okay, yeah, so it was, it was her. Yeah, okay. Okay, so how did they know it's Graham's Nokia? Yes, so Elaine was talking to multiple people. So how do we know it was Graham's? There is mm. no concrete evidence here. Mm. But it is like a shit bouquet. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, good shit bouquet. <laughs> As to why it is, why Graham is the master Nokia. On the 15th of November, prior to the Nokias, before the Nokias existed, and Elaine and Graham were using the iPhone and the Hutchinson, Elaine texted Graham asking him to buy an O2 SIM card. So a number that started with, I think it was 086. I think that's an Irish number. Right. Uh, she said, yeah, I get free 
texts because she wanted to be able to text free. Graham mm-hmm. on the Hutchinson phone replied to her, no problem, away in Poland, see you Sunday. At the trial, an O2 employee was called to the stand. The employee testified that he had sold two Nokias to one person on the 30th of November 2011, only two weeks after Elaine had asked to buy Hmm. phones. The employee brought proof of a sales receipt. In the written section, the customer's name was Mr. Asked But Not Given. At the time, a customer did not have to supply their name okay. and details. Damn it. I know. But this has now changed. That would have been it. Like, I know. It well, you could give a fake name. You could. You? you could. Unfortunately, it's so close again. Unfortunately, on the receipt, there was only room for one phone number. And it was Elaine's slave number on the Nokia. Hmm. The customer then paid in cash. Now, so whenever I was writing this, I was just like, right, but you still can't prove that it was him. Because if she was talking on alt.com, and remember alt.com deletes all of their messages, Mm -hmm. is it possible she asked somebody else to buy a phone? Yeah. You know? Possible. So, but she, she did ask Graham, right? Yes, she did ask Graham. What did she say to him again? Can you get an O2 number? Because I get free text. SIM though. But that didn't say phone. It just said a SIM. Yes, basically just get a new SIM. Hmm. She didn't ask for him to buy her a phone. And he took it upon himself, whoever this person is. Hmm. So for the next nine months, the two Nokias texted over 1,380 times. Right up Mm -hmm. until... The 22nd of August, 2012. On the 22nd of August, 2012, which is the day Elaine went missing, Graham's Hutchinson phone was pinged at the regular tower where he works. Then, the master Nokia phone pings at the same tower at 4.52pm. Go back, go back, go back. Go back? I'm just losing my concentration. I know, there's so many phones. I have an app. <laughs> and you have an app. I have an app all day. Uh, go, 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 go. Okay, so 1,380 texts. It doesn't Sorry. really matter pick how me, many. Back up. Just like yeah. over a okay. thousand Yeah, but messages. that's where I, that's where I clocked out. Sorry. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> We're dealing with a hungry brain right okay. now. Okay, so for the next nine months, the two Nokias texted over a thousand yeah. times. Right up yeah, until okay. the 22nd of August, 2012, okay. which is the day Elaine went missing. Graham's Hutchinson phone was pinged at the regular tower where he works, because he was at work. Mm-hmm. Then, at 4.52pm, the master Nokia phone pings at the exact same tower. Has his phone pinged? Yes. Two phones pinged. His two phones. Well, we're assuming they're both his. But so many okay. pings. So, it has pinged at... 4.52 because the master Nokia is messaging the slave Nokia. So it's became active mm-hmm. or it's been turned on or something. Mm-hmm. The master Nokia then starts pinging other cell towers as it is making its way down a road through Dublin towards 
Shangana Park. Mm. Is it like Elian tried his Hutchinson phone first and didn't get a rep- She just texted both phones just to be super sure he'd get the message? No, just his phone was there because he was at work. Oh, yes. A ping is not always a message. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He just turned on the phone, maybe. He turned on and the, the phones knock- were in the same vicinity at that time. Yes. Yeah. The master Nokia starts... And then just one phone starts traveling to one Shenanigan phone. Park. Yes, to Shenanigan Park. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Why only bring the one phone with you? Is it him? Is it him? <laughs> so the master and slave Nokias meet at roughly the same time in Shenanigan Park at around 6pm. Neither Nokia ping a cell phone tower ever again. Oh. So they were turned off because the phones weren't found there. They were found in the river. Mm-hmm. They were turned off on that day. Mm-hmm. At about 9pm that night, Graham's Hutchinson phone connects to his house Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So his phone didn't ping anything from 5pm to 9pm. So it is assumed mm. that he mm-hmm. turned his phone off. And then he did bring it with him. It was just off. Yes. What were you doing all that time, Graham? So I have here Elaine's last movements and conversation with the no- with the master Nokia phone. On the 22nd of August, Elaine left the mental hospital. The, the mental hospital is not PC anymore. I think I said that in an episode before and I was like <laughs> Wait, appalled but, with myself. <gasps> not not cool. Left no. the mental health hospital. Mm-hmm. On the 22nd of August, Elaine left the mental health hospital, then went with her father to, vis- to visit her mother's grave. As she was at home... On the 20... What date are we? On the 22nd of August. The day she went missing. She was at home before she unknowingly left her apartment for the last time. Or was it knowingly? Uh, I don't think it was known. I have the last no? conversation okay. sent between the master and slave Nokia's. I'm going to send Here we go. it to you. <gasps> no! Don't! And Sorry, we're... I'm shouting. My neighbours are probably wondering. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Because otherwise... I have to say the person's name over and over again. Oh, who do I have to be? Uh, do you want to be the slave? Or I'll be the master. Whatever you want. FYI, everybody, <laughs> this is in a magazine. From a magazine. I'm shocked. Yeah. That they released this. Seems a bit much to be releasing their conversation, but all right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to be Elaine we are I mean we at this point we're very we're very sure that slave phone is Elaine yes right it is yeah pretty, pretty yeah. much very sure um so this place she's referring to the hospital there this place although a pain in the ass at times is safe and because I know what's coming I don't want to leave oh god no that part was me oh crap I'm crap at this <laughs> I'm only going to say her words okay, from yeah. now on. I don't want to leave. It will be okay. Trust me. When you say what's coming next, what do you mean? Well, tonight and the talk about killing and stuff. But at the mo, mainly tonight, I'm scared. Oh my God. What? 
oceans. It's, it's your why, turn. Why suck so much of this? <laughs> it's me again. It's me again. Did you know, sir, that I'm scared of you? You have this hold over me that terrifies me. That's good for you to feel owned. And that's your life in my hands. Every time you submit to me. I love that. Thank you. Do not fear death. Sir, can I ask a favour? Yes. Please don't mention killing for a while until I settle back to life, sir. But tonight's punishment will be like me pretending to do someone for real, okay? So after midday, the texts resume. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into... So that was like the morning. The up later in the day, yeah. So back to Elaine. Got out earlier than expected. It's official, I'm out. On way home now. Well, don't. I'm delighted. Any instructions, sir? Have a bath. Make sure cunt shaved. No underwear, not even a bra. Loose clothes, footwear for mud. Make sure you are fed and take a painkiller. Can I do what I want until I am needed? Like what? I don't know yet, just anything I want to do. You will be in a lot of pain later and next few days. It's going to be that bad? I'm going to be busy next few days. Tall ships. You will have stab wounds. You know the drill. Last few did not bleed. These will. Sir, how many? As many as I like. Yes, sir. I want you to park at Shangana Cemetery at 5.30. Leave your iPhone at home. Just bring slave phone and keys. You will get further instructions there. Sir, are we doing this if it's raining? Are you coming back to my place? I need to clean. It's dirty. Yes, if it's raining. No, I won't be back at your place. No offence, sir, but do we have to do it in rain? It's cold. Don't worry. It's never as bad as you think it's going to be. Yes, sir. Don't be nervous and enjoy being told what to do. Easier said than done, sir. Empty yourself and become nothing. You are property and a piece of slave meat. Your only job is to serve. Can I wear socks with runners? Can I bring in healer? Didn't have time to eat. Will we be back late? Yes to socks. Leave in healer in car. You should be back at car about eight. More painful getting stabbed on empty stomach. Suit yourself. See you in a bit. X. Did they close the recycling place at Shangana? Stay in outer bit on way in. A lot of kids I work with live around here. 5.22, the slave phone says. Here, sir. Okay, take only keys and slave phone. Make your way on foot to park next door and text me in middle. Please let me take my inhaler, sir. Okay. Okay, sir. Is the park with the plane fields in the top part or bottom? Okay, cross railway bridge in to next park near cliffs. I'm lost. I'm in football field now. Look for railway footbridge near footpath. Here now, where's park? Cross bridge, head for opposite end of park near steps to see. Yes, steps here. Go down to shore and wait. This was the last communication between the phones. Ooh, <sighs> chilling. Mm-hmm. Lost and unsure of where the bridge was, Elaine asked the passing jogger, 
The jogger had paused and pointed her in the right direction. It was assumed that Elaine had made it to the shoreline. That was when her master drove up behind her and she got in his car. He then drove to Kilnicky Woods. Mm. Graham's defence argued that there was no hard evidence tying Graham to Elaine O'Hara's death. Her cause of death had never been determined by pathologists. Oh. There was no... Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, 65% of her skeleton was found and Mm -hmm. there'd been animals and Mm -hmm. in the woods. Even with, I think, with stab victims. I think sometimes, like, like a lot of the time, the knife will, like, scratch a bone and there was no evidence of stab wounds or cuts or abrasions to the bones. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But then saying that, there's only, like, 65% of her body found, so... Yeah. So what if there was something missed, yeah? The defence tried to play up the suicide angle. Elaine had a history of depression. The defence argued that there was many possible circumstances that could have led to her death. The defence also argued that the violent language used by Graham in the text was proof of nothing more than his sexual fantasies. On the 27th of March 2015, Graham Dwyer was convicted in a unanimous verdict, sentencing him to life in prison. The judge agreed Mm -hmm. with the jury's decision. After the horrible videos and images and conversations the jury had to listen to, the jury was exempted from jury duty for the next 30 years. Oh. Mm. Jeez Louise. Um, it's going to sound like I didn't know it could happen twice to what? you. What could happen <laughs> the twice? chances it would. You don't hear of it happening twice, really, do you? Oh, I guess if you're really unlucky. <laughs> would you go back and... You go back into the rotation, I get it, but like you would have to be very unlucky. So exempt for 30 years, wow, must have been brutal. I mean, like, this is all that I was able to find. Can you imagine what they didn't release? Now, Graham Dwyer is actually currently in the news as we are recording this. Graham has appealed to the European Supreme Court, arguing that the metadata used in his trial, was gained illegally. (gasps) The European court agreed with Graham (gasps) Uh that metadata is only to be used for matters of national security and should never have been admitted into court. Uh Ah, here. What? Mm -hmm. But it's been used in so many cases. Did the law change or something? Or... I think it changed in 2014 or something. Oh, so why was he able to just go ahead and... Well, apparently, like, the the Irish, like, system was given shit. They were like, why did you do that then? They were just, oh. Ireland just ignored the rules. Oh, okay. Yeah. Currently, Graham is appealing to the Irish Supreme Court for his appeal. The court will have to decide if there was enough other evidence to convict Mm. Graham in 2015. If the conviction relied heavily on the ill-retained metadata, like if it was the pivotal factor, Graham will get a new trial without the phone data. Wow. And essentially Mm. the whole case relied on phones. 
it 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 seemed like a very big part. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So watch this. There's no thing. DNA. There. No, I, there so here's a video of them together, but then mm-hmm. that doesn't mean. What do you think? Do you think he did it? But then I still think he did it, even without the phones. Like if yes. I was a juror, would I still think? I mean, they're writing the book about the Darcy woman, and then sorry, can we go back, circle back to that? Yeah. Was how he described killing Darcy. But then, see, we don't know how. Don't know how. Elaine was killed. Elaine died, yeah. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were knives found in the reservoir and at the Killicky Forest. Yeah. And he doesn't have an alibi for that evening. No. It doesn't seem like it, no. I think he did it, but there really isn't any hard, concrete evidence. But the I know I keep coming back to this. I don't feel like you think it's significant, but the whole backpack thing. Uh huh. I feel like is because it was with all, it was with like the, like he said, bring it, whoever, whoever it was said, yeah. bring, okay, you can bring your inhaler, bring mm-hmm. your slave phone. Mm-hmm. Right? Those two things were there and they were with the backpack. And then he was seen in CCTV with that backpack. Mm-hmm. I know it's not hard evidence, but if I was a juror, that would really get to me. I'd be like, hmm. I guess it depends on the backpack. Was it just some like random, generic. yeah, generic black backpack from like, Sports Direct? But backpacks aren't really a big thing anymore, though. Mm. Like, who's walking around with a back? Well, even back then, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I do. I do. I do still think it was him. I do think it's him. I really do. But I feel like mm. police. And investigators were very lazy and only relying on this, like, cell phone. That, like, they should have found something yeah. more. I mean, like, there's a lot there. Take out the Nokia's. There's still going to be a lot there from the Hutchinson to iPhone, which we're pretty sure that's super solid, right? Yes. Because, like, it matched it the number that he had, him. even though the phone can't be found. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can they, will they be able to find something in there that's a bit more concrete, helpful for the kid, you know? I don't know. They've never found the phone. In the messages? It sounds like they went through it. The thing is as well is that there's so much missing because of on, of all of the online stuff. Yeah, no. no why did they use both phones? Why did they use both phones? Why were they using both phones? Also, um. there was, talk about Elaine was going to meet somebody in July like she was talking with somebody called Master William about meeting again Mm -hmm. in July and it couldn't be determined Mm -hmm. if she actually met him like is it possible they had a conversation on alt.com and she was like Mm -hmm. can you get this phone so that we can text each other for free around the same time I don't know I think it was Graham but she said to Graham get a sim she did so what sim did so what sim did he get huh he should be like no I got this see it's a different phone that I got but they can't even prove that it was Graham who bought the phone it was just a man no I know but like she would have said to him on the iPhone to Hutchinson phone like she would have been like get a sim right and then he went and did it yeah otherwise if he didn't go and do it there'd be a record in their text although he could say it in person to her i'm not gonna bother yeah 
could have just met. Could say it in person. Yeah. And said, no, I don't want to get another phone. Yes. And the whole, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <gasps> I think it was him. He wanted to kill Darcy. He didn't get to do it. He was blue balled. And yes, I think he met, unfortunately, the right victim for, for what he wanted. I do. Yes. I mean, oh God. I know. Such an awful case. Um, it's an awful case. It's not nice not knowing, although I do think it was him. There's that little bit of the unknown, which I hate. Mm-hmm. I do think it was him. There's like, although self tower data isn't that reliable, like there's just so many coincidences and, you know. Yeah, and there's, but there also there's been a lot of cell tower stuff. It's not just like one instance of it or whatever. Yes, yeah. It's been going on for a long time. They text over to 10 months. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, that can't all be wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. So when is his try? Is has he been granted the appeal yet? He they was agreed granted. With him and now they're gonna. When is yeah? He was grant. No, he wasn't granted the appeal in Ireland to have a new case yet. But just Europe. his judgment. Yeah, they were saying it is illegal under European constitution law or something like so, that. So the Supreme Court haven't given him a new date for a new trial. Yeah. No, they'll have to look at the trial. And see, and see. Do and they think if he needs a new one? If it okay. was solely based, if his conviction mm. was basically based on the cell phone data, he'll get a new trial. How do you determine that? I don't <laughs> know. How suppose the the amount of evidence and just it's hard to know mm-hmm. within the mind of the jurors. Like, are they going to ask the jurors how much did this play into your verdict? Going to interview them. I wonder if I don't know. If, you know they said they wouldn't annoy them for another thirty years. Oh uh, God! Yeah, and they, you're not allowed like, to ask the juror. Uh, I don't know. Is there like a log or a record or a note taker in the jury? I don't know. Like, do, hmm. they, do they take notes or? I don't know. But a lot of jurors seem to be happy enough to talk about it, and I always find it shocking. Do you ever see the interviews yeah. on TV? Like, yeah, this and that, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't think I would want to. Yeah, I wouldn't want anyone knowing what I part I played. Especially then it gets Would you overturned be like 10 years later. Like, no. Yeah, things happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Things come out. Right. I would be like putting my head down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, do you know what it is? It's because they're not allowed to talk about it for so long. And then a camera's stuck in their face and they're like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> There's so many. Do you ever see them though? There's yeah, so yeah. many of those interviews with people. Yeah. I'm like, geez. Chatty. Chatty Gabby over Just there. Just in there, aren't you? <laughs> God, I hope I never have to do it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I I just left the country. I don't know if they know I've left the country. I've come back and I've missed my jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> What's the penalty? I don't know. It's probably just money. Prison. Oh, no. Probably. Okay. Shall we end this? Do we have any advice? Mm. Lighten it up a bit. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. Tell people... Yes, tell in your life. Although that can be so hard when you, you know, if it's an affair, it can be hard because you don't want to give away details. But I mean, think of your own safety. Yes. Right. He's a married man. That's on him. I don't know. Don't really, I wouldn't really try to protect that. I would protect yourself all the time. You are number one. Yeah. Your safety is number one. Yeah. And. 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, what do you say about the mental health clinics? I mean... That is just shameful that, you know, a woman with suicidal ideation and mm-hmm. depression and all these... And bi- or not bipolar. Um, borderline. Yeah, borderline, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh yeah, have at it mm-hmm. at your computer. Not like, you know, mm-hmm. properly trying to like help her, coax her yeah, into like I a healthier mindset. Yeah. I want to say that they're not all clinics will be that bad. That's what I want to say. I don't know. Better to still just go to one anyway. <laughs> right. <gasps> okay. Um, slana while you guys. Uh-huh. See you on the next one. And thanks again to Laura for that episode. That was very that was a very interesting case. Um probably gonna keep me up that case now. Yes. It cut it kept me up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The phone think about that a lot and the phones, yeah, the, the, phone the BDSM. The, there's just a lot of little missing parts there. Just a lot, yeah. That's bothersome. It could be. So I'll be keep a Netflix. Mm. It could be. Yeah, a, uh, like yeah, a like I a really agree. deep dive. And like Graham with his like model planes <laughs> and shit. I can see that. Who would play him? Who would play him? One nerdy. Um, Depends on the budget. What does he look like, Graham Dwyer? It could be Andy from The Office. What's his name? Ed Helm. Oh, because he can do that. I'm a dork, but also I'm scary. Psycho. Yeah, psycho. He's quite young looking. He was. Isn't he? He was in his early 40s. Yeah. He looks way younger than that. He does look younger, right? He got a real baby face. Baby, baby face, face, Graham. Do I hear? Mm. Oh, don't know about that hair, Graham. Mm. <laughs> We'll leave it there. We will see you on the next one, guys. Slana Walia. Bye-bye. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.